Welcome to the Trend Zone. My name is Matt. I'm Kevin. We're going to be your hosts. We're, we're trying to psychologically torture each other using only YouTube trending videos. We've crafted playlists for each other that are under an hour long, consist only of YouTube videos that were trending today or this week, repeats are allowed. We're going to watch the playlists that were crafted for us without knowledge of their contents, we're not allowed to use our phones, close our eyes, or in any way try to escape mentally or physically. If we give up or cheat, we are kicked off the show forever. Absolutely. And okay. we agree to these rules. Mm-hmm. Um, we will abide by them. And I'm not trying to get kicked off my show. I know, episode. but at the same time, I'm ready to leave at any point. <laughs> yeah, try not to get too attached. Okay. So I, I just wanted to give you now in the pre-going uh, a, little, a little rundown of what I've crafted for you. So what I've made is a playlist... It, it, it takes advantage of the, the repetition rule, to be sure. Oh, you used it already? Oh, yeah. I'm repeating videos. Okay. <laughs> I take it you didn't do that yet? I didn't do that. I'm scared of that power. Um, and I've decided it, it's sort of, sort of top-heavy. So I think this is actually going to start really bad, and then it's going to ease up a little bit. Okay. Which is going to be interesting psychologically. Okay. So the theme of this, I would say, is it's pretty it's pretty action themed i think this is going to be kind of a thrill action themed yeah it's going to be exciting okay like edge of your seat white knuckle it's going to be a blast i think here's the thing i'm really excited for that because trending videos Mm -hmm. that that have to do uh with action yeah usually really high production Mm -hmm. so that's going to be good oh this is million billion dollar budget and the quality is Uh in the content of it is always always good Oh, I was going to say very, very <laughs> shitty. Very shitty. <laughs> right. I guess it's all subjective. It'd just be like PUBG in real life. So before we go watch these, just give me the breakdown of what you've crafted for Okay, me. here's my playlist for you. Uh, I tried to add a narrative aspect to it, something that uh, has to do with our real life thing. So it's uh-huh. a lot of lifestyle. Uh-huh. And you know how I wanted you to live in an apartment with me, but you couldn't. Yes, that, that did happen. So I put a lot of apartment videos in here. Oh, that's interesting. And it goes through the story of people trying to follow their dreams. So it has to do a lot with um, how their life is going and then maybe some bumps they might hit in the way. But it ends on a sweet note of a man following his dream and achieving it. Um, I take that back. It, it actually ends <laughs> with a horrible, horrible video that makes you realize that life doesn't matter that much. Fuck. But I hope you enjoy it. Okay. And try and follow this narrative that I tried to loosely put together. I'll try. We're gonna have a we're gonna reconvene at halftime, which is thirty minutes into our playlists, and then we're gonna meet back up. We have a couple of segments, and we're gonna decide who had it worst. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll meet you at halftime. See you there. Car pick the drive. It's a mystical bomb between man and machine. It's a mystical bomb between man and machine. Hi, sisters. Jane Charles here. Welcome back to my apartment. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome to halftime. Yeah, halftime. Here we go. We just finished our uh, half of each other's playlist that we made for each other. Now, I want to say, Kevin, that I want... I, I don't know where this podcast is going to be released, but my number one priority right now is getting sponsored because I should be getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know I feel that. physically drained. <laughs> I... I knew this was a podcast about psychologically torturing each other and ourselves. Yeah. But that last video, I'm, I think I have, <laughs> hang on, I think I have, 
Yeah. Oh, you're still on no, that yeah, one I'm video. Still on it. I think I have one minute and twenty seconds left in James Charles Room Tour. Okay. Um, and I feel like I'm working. I feel like this is my job now. <laughs> I can't believe how slowly time is moving. I I watched the first video you sent me, which was an animation, and it was fine. I think I think I okay. Well, it. I heard you definitely hit something while watching it, <laughs> and you turned to me and you said, "This is torture." I think that's what you said. I said, "This is torture." When did I say that? I, I, th- I, I think I said that into my second time watching the Will Smith video. <laughs> okay, that right. we'll get to later. Um, yeah, we'll get to all that in the post game. But I just wanted to during halftime talk about how you're feeling, how you feel about the playlist, how you feel about me. And how you feel about getting through the rest of it. Okay, well, here's the thing. I don't think any less of you. Okay. Um, in fact, I thought repeating videos, like you said earlier, you did. But it is the exact type of bitch-ass move you would do. <laughs> You're an absolute bitch-ass, so it makes sense. <laughs> so that's okay. You stay. You're stagnant in my mind. Okay, um, cool. Right. I, here's the good thing about the playlist we made for each other. Uh-huh. We're doing two different types of torture. Absolutely. Where you're giving me the same videos, but short, over and over again. <laughs> and you've given me a 23-minute monster. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I don't feel... I don't think any less of you either, because all's fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. This is definitely war. <laughs> Not a lot of love is coming through to me right now. Um, yeah, I feel like... Yeah, you know, it's fair. I've, I've brought this upon myself. I should have known. I saw the James Charles 23-minute video. I had my own strategy in mind, and you're experiencing that right now. Um, but you know what? It was a fair move. If I um, had to give my mental state right now, uh-huh. a 1 out of 10, I'd be at a 7. I feel, <laughs> I feel okay. And 10 is completely insane? No, 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 no. 10, 10 you're sane. Okay. So I probably oh, should have gave the parameters. So when you reach zero, you lose your shit. Exactly. Okay. I'm at a seven or a six right now. I'm, I'm okay. I'm actually in a super good mood because I only have one minute and 20 seconds left of this apartment tour. Okay. What would you say when you were in the shits of that video? What do you think you got to? I felt nine minutes in, I felt despondent, hopeless. I felt like it was never going to be over. Okay. So hearing that halftime buzzer and seeing that I'm almost done... I feel good. I don't know what's coming up next. I think I'm going to have to watch We Broke Up by David Dobrik and Liza Koshy. Which you made me watch already, so we'll get to that. Okay. I have a lot of notes on that one. All right. Well, All right. thank you for checking in. We'll we'll get to our full reviews of our experiences in the post-game segment. Uh-huh. Perfect. All right. See you then. Yeah, should we see what's on the radio? Yeah, we go. Okay. Yeah. I want to follow where she goes. I think about it. She knows it. That shit ain't easy. All right, folks. I'm happy to announce that we have both made it to the trend zone. Can I say something that I'm sure you're going to be able to agree with me on? Sure. Go ahead. Um, I've never been more exhausted <laughs> from an hour of YouTube. I... And right, I've because been, we spend that amount of time on YouTube, no problem. Maybe most days. I've been able to watch like five hours of YouTube I've at a time. I've seen you do it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most, like, I don't want, like, I just want to go to bed now. And supposedly this is the cream of the crop, too. This is the best YouTube has to offer. These are the things that are garnering the most, the most views, the most support, the most comments, the most shares, the most likes. This is what YouTube wants us to see. Yeah. This is what's promoted. There's a lot of controversy uh, over things that are put on the trending page. If, if, if people are paying to have their videos put up. 
Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like a soccer video will go up and the comments will all say, 800 views and trending? Yeah, right. Corrupt YouTube system. I don't think that's true. I think that this is what people are really watching. Oh, you think this is like, this is a people's choice. This isn't YouTube using what it can to advertise shit and make more money? Well, what throws a wrench into the works is is the talk shows, I think. And the original game that we used to play where we'd choose a time limit and send one trending video to each other and you'd have to watch it. We had a rule that was no talk shows. Mm-hmm. And we debated when we were talking about the idea for this show if we were going to allow talk shows and music videos in. That And I think we made that rule because we didn't want to watch Jimmy Fallon that first time we played this game. <laughs> That's right. Now, this this week is notable. And I'll be curious as the show goes on if this is just a fluke. But neither of the Jimmys, Fallon or Kimmel, were in the trending for today or the week. It's like the Cold War. Those how, do, are like, <laughs> how do you mean? Like... Our finger on putting either Jimmy in one of these playlists is like our finger over the big red button to send a nuke over. Right, because as soon as you Jimmy me, I'm Jimmying you right back. Exactly, and then it's mutual destruction. All right, well, that might be the end of the show, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, my overall impressions, if you don't mind if I start. Please do. Very, very tough start. At, At the halfway point, I'd only watched two different... YouTube videos. That's I know. That's why I thought it would be a tough beginning for you. I'd watched Apartment Atrocities by Sugar. First video of 2018. Which was a animator. It was like a vlog, but the whole thing was animated. Oh. Um, it was interesting. I didn't watch any of these videos that I put. The no, list. I didn't watch. I saw. I actually watched the Bubblebee trailer on my own on the toilet like, <laughs> last week when it came out. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've, I know what you were in for. Okay. I'm not sure if you uh, made no. any new observations on repeat viewings, but you... Sugar Sugar was nice. Okay. Um, she was. I thought she, these are some of the notes I made. Mm-hmm. I thought the sound effects were great. Hmm. Uh, you know that sound effect that's like, you like that? That like sound punching. Effect, yeah, like that was in the video maybe 15 times. Okay. Evenly spread throughout. Um. She was sassy. She used very long sentences. It was very YouTuber-ish. Okay. There was a cool Eric Andre show reference in it. Oh, yeah. It was like a we'll be right back and it played the stinger music. Yeah, it was, it was nice, I guess. Um, and then when the intro ended and there stopped being little anecdotes, I wrote down at 1 minute 58 seconds and I completely tuned out because she, she just started complaining about uh, how far away the parking was from her apartment. That can be tedious to listen to. <laughs> it can be tedious to walk long distances from the parking lot to your apartment, but it's not really interesting to me. Mm-mm. If I was already a fan of Shigur, I'm sure I would be interested. If in that you're sort a of deep thing. fan of Shigur, that's like the stuff you want to hear. I think it might just be pronounced Sugar. Nah, Shigur. <laughs> it's like the guy from No Country for Old Men, isn't it? Shigur. That was his name. All right, I'll trust you. We should watch that sometime. I have seen it. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? It's so good. I Can wish we, we could have watched that. Yeah. Um, but. but same as before, I was not going to be held responsible for a moldy carpet. I'm sorry. Do you not understand how mold works? A lot of the video was dedicated to how worried she was about getting moldy floors. Okay, this is animated, right? So it's a cartoon. Uh-huh. Very visually appealing. Is this all, colors? Is this all real? All real. Is it, I don't or know. is this just like cartoon thing where it's like oh and there's this... it was too realistic and too boring to be made up like if she was fabricating <laughs> things it would have been more interesting <laughs> um she said the phrase 2am in the morning 
which wouldn't have bothered me <laughs> normally in normal conditions, but four minutes into this game, I was already in a very bad nitpicky mood. Wrote okay. that down because that's redundant. Um, uh, but then the outro of the video, I thought uh, the outro, she was playing music, talking about like tour dates or merch or something. I don't know. I wasn't really listening, but I was looking at, she had this scrolling line of fan art that people have done of her little cartoon avatar. Oh, that's nice. I think she has a really nice fan base. Because, and I could tell that a lot of people like her videos. I don't know. It was nice. Okay, that was yeah. a nice touch. Okay. Um, before Good I cigar. get into James Charles's apartment tour, how about mm-hmm. you tell me about the first video you watched, which was... All right. So the first video I watched was, um, first off, from the comedy powerhouse of YouTube, a part of the comedy powerhouse, mm-hmm. Hannah Stocking. Oh, my God. Ah! Come on, Hannah. Come on. You're better than this. You're better than this! Oh, that wasn't a Lele Pons video? No, it was. Well, here's the thing, Matt. <laughs> uh-huh. Lele Pons was in it for maybe a second. Oh, no. And still, for some reason, had her name in it. But she, she didn't play any part in the actual... Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. First off, basically, synopsis of the video mm-hmm. is Hannah Stockton... And this unknown girl, uh-huh. unknown, didn't, they didn't give to her a you, name. But yeah, go ahead. No, I'm not saying, like, in the, her character is unknown. They did not give her character a name. She's okay. just a tennis opponent. They're playing tennis, oh. some of the most unathletic tennis I've ever seen. And Hannah Stockton does this noise, okay. which we're going to add in here. Okay, yeah, we'll <laughs> get a clip of that right here. Play! When, she hit, when she hits the ball, man. Uh-huh. She just goes, <laughs> and it's okay. the most exact. I don't know. I well, loved it. I think a lot of professional tennis players make noises like mm. that. I'm sure it was like a, a no, parody I, joke. I, it was. It was definitely a parody joke. Uh-huh. But I think, the, just it was like so like unnatural, and it was just something that I didn't know a human could produce, <laughs> that it caught me off guard and it scared me. Okay. Anyways. Here's where Lele Pons comes in. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, they hit a tennis ball all the way up in the air and managed to hit a commercial airline. Wow. And it, it, it dinks off the bottom of it, but for some reason only Lele Pons noticed. She looks out the window and that's it. Oh, that's her cameo? That's her cameo. I she see. just is on the plane. Wow. Which she first got her name off, in the title for that? Can I see, How high production of a video is it where... You just do a one-second cameo of Lele Pons in an airplane. Did it look like an airplane set? Was she actually... Yeah, yeah, it looked like an airplane set. Wow. That's a lot of money. Wow. Okay, so Hannah Stocking, do you have any familiarity with that person? Yes, I do. She used to date the NBA player, Clay Thompson. Okay, um, she also was Vine famous, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, that's that. what I was waiting for, because Lele Pons was Instagram, she moved to YouTube, or she's probably still on Instagram. And no, she started out on Vine. Oh, really? She got Vine famous, and then moved to Instagram, and then... Now she's conquering YouTube, too. Now she's destroying the she's YouTube game. She's going for total conquest. She's absolutely revolutionizing mm-hmm. sketch comedy, and she's been a staple of our original YouTube trending game. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, if we realized that we'd sent each other the same video, it, it was, was a Lele, Lele Pons, Pons video. Um, they're not. They're not funny. I mean, to say the least, yeah, they're just not funny videos. But 
She definitely... She makes some funny faces. She makes the funniest faces, and uh-huh. her slapstick can only be compared to Buster Keaton. And maybe Charles Chaplin. Um, did you have any other notes for from your Yeah, I said meeting? critique. This is critique in case Hannah Stockton hears this. Uh, you got to make more eye contact with your um, with the people you're in the in the video with. Hmm. Um, that's just like basic like film stuff. Just, All right, I like that. Some okay. constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was also one part where um, someone got hit in the face, and then everyone around him went, "You're bleeding." Um, he was not bleeding. <laughs> oh, you could have easily gotten ketchup or something Corn red. Syrup and red dye. You could have gotten yeah, exactly. You could have even had like a red sheet, <laughs> something that looked like blood, rather than just saying, "I'm bleeding," and then show his face not bleeding. Uh, that's just okay. Simple thing. Fair. Okay. Now go on to your monster of a video, the one that probably made you the craziest. <sighs> okay. So I think that. That apartment atrocities video was maybe six, seven minutes. It felt kind of long. Um, but then you hit me with the James Charles apartment tour, which mm-hmm. was a 23-minute video. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I am literally so beyond excited for today's YouTube video. Completely accurate title. Um, <laughs> and I, I took, oh, a lot of notes. Yeah, I can see that. And how could you blame me? And guess what I have not done in an apartment tour? Um... My first my first impressions were I went into it with an open mind. I've seen a lot of people making fun of James Charles on Tumblr. I uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure why. Like I think he might have said something that made people angry. There's a lot of controversy behind him. I think it's because of something he said and because <laughs> so of something he said that made people angry, people started making fun of his looks and his actual makeup skills. Okay. But I decided to, since I don't know the whole story behind that, I yeah. decided not to apply it to my watch. Okay. My first note was, he claps weird. Very suction-y. I'll try to reproduce it here. Yeah, that's kind of how he claps. I'll, I'll throw the sound effect in. Okay. Day one. The second thing I noticed was that, even though it was a stationary shot of him giving the preface for this video, it was a handheld camera. Did it look like he could afford a tripod? Well, yes, but I think that he paid extra to have a cameraman, and I kind of see why. It was kind of nice. Like, it, it would have been a lot more boring if he had a tripod. Do you think a cameraman is, like, sort of a status thing? Yes, I think it added production value. Okay. And I did appreciate it. Okay. Siestas. That's an app in Spanish. He had a little intro that he ran that was just, like, his animated face winking, and it looked extremely scary. <laughs> um... And I was still in my nitpicking mood. He said something about cooking toast. I wrote, you don't cook toast, you toast bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> James Charles kept saying the word sister. I think that this is the first James Charles video that I've watched. Okay. I think sisters, the sisters, I think that might be his fans. Like if you're one of his fans, you're a sister. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them was, like, he pointed to his bathroom and he said, this is where I sister shit. We don't need to get into that. This is where I sister shit, which we don't need to go into. And this the, is where I sister shit? Sister shit. And he was, like, this is the sister selfie mirror. There's the sister ceiling. Like, he kept saying sister in reference to everything. Sister is his brand? It seemed like it. He said it a billion times. Okay. Um, and I, 
now while that was a, a kind of a complaint that I had, yeah. I liked that there were things he decided not to get into. Like he was he, he said another time, this is my socks and underwear drawer, we don't need to get into that. You don't need to see that. <laughs> and I appreciated okay. that editing. Keeping a level of modesty. Exactly. It was twenty three minutes long, it was indulgent, but he still realizes that people I don't know, it made him it made him seem like seem like a real person a little tiny bit that he didnn't want us to really? see. Really? Yeah. I thought that Oh, like it. that touched it. Okay. Yeah. I appreciated okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I get that. I also wrote, I don't know why I'm not understanding this and I feel like an idiot. I think that was before I realized that sister was his brand or his motto or his catchphrase or something because I just there was just sentences that just lost me. They were very fast and long. Okay. And I didn't know what was going on. It could also be that you were just not at all the audience I think James Charles is going for. No. And I think that he, if he were listening, he would understand that. I'll come out of the shower and fall asleep on here butt naked. It's very, very comfortable. That was probably too much information. You didn't need to know that. <laughs> um, my thoughts on the actual apartment, if yeah. you'll indulge me, were it looked like an IKEA showroom. Mm. He 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 admitted that all most of the stuff was from IKEA, but that doesn't mean that your house has to look like IKEA. Like he he kept saying, and so now we'll move on to the living room. So he'd have all the living room stuff here, and then all of the like studio stuff here. But it was all one big room. Like it was the and like the ceiling, it there was like exposed vents and like tubing and stuff. It just looked like he was living in one of those display rooms from IKEA. Do you think possibly? Well, James Charles is living <laughs> in an IKEA. I think that he seems successful enough. He wouldn't have to if he didn't want to. Okay. But now we're getting into the territory of, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie Catch Me If You Can. Not familiar. I think he's living in an Ikea showroom. Well, that would be a twist that I'd be excited to see. I hope you don't have bad blood with James Charles. I promise that I do. But I hope I do. You know what I do have? About 20 more notes about this video. Jesus Christ. Let me just blaze through them. Okay. He had a keyboard on the floor. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, this is not a good introduction to James Charles. And I was thinking about okay. how definitely the target audience of this is people who already like what James Charles does. And mm -hmm. it, James Charles does makeup tutorials and reviews. And maybe he also plays the piano. On the know. floor, yeah. Butt naked. <laughs> um, and I just, I, I don't know. You don't want your introduction to someone's content being them showing off what they've, what they've earned from their talents. You want to see what... You want to see what they do. Does you want to see the talents. Yeah, I want to see him doing makeup. And I get that. I'm sure he's good. Like, his makeup looked, for the most part, pretty good. The only thing I noticed was his spray tan seemed like it was not very... It sort of stopped on part of his head. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. We all have off days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, another thing that I started doing was I was imagining the cameraman leaving, the background music turning off, and then James Charles just being alone in this giant apartment <laughs> because that seemed so sad. Because it didn't, it didn't seem lived in at all either. It looked like a showroom. Like I feel like I would not be able to relax in that place because I'd feel like I was in public, even if I was by myself. Like he, he made a joke at one point about fall, falling asleep naked on one of his big soft chairs. I would never do that. Like, I would feel completely uncomfortable being naked in a house like that. I feel naked. I feel uncomfortable naked in any house. 
Really? If I'm alone or not, I hate it. I feel super good and normal being naked in my house. Where That's not true. If Sometimes I forget my towel in my bedroom, <laughs> and I have to make that naked walk to my bedroom. Uh-huh. I feel, like, shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't, I don't blame you. That's a common area. Any of the boys who live here could see that. Okay. <laughs> um, just real quick, if you could pick one of the three boys you live with, Mike, Tom, or John, to see you naked. Who would it be? Yeah. Uh, Mike would probably try and take a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Um, John would maybe like smile at me and then go back in his room. John would be cool about it. Yeah, but I feel like Tom would be really cool about it. He'd be like, whoa, let me get naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So I'd rather Tom, I guess. Yeah, he's a good guy. Because I'd feel the most normal. Let me just blaze through the rest of this. Go for um, it. I wrote that I was doing fucking fine until I checked the time, and so I was only nine minutes in. Yeah. All of these notes were made in the first nine minutes. That's crazy. Oh, it just felt so long. And I thought that I'd seen the whole apartment in nine minutes in. Mm-hmm. There was still, this was a 23-minute video. I can't even do the math. I'm so exhausted. No, but. yeah, I bet. Um, I wrote that I think there was some subliminal messaging because he threw a coupon code in the middle of an anecdote about skinny jeans so fast that I almost didn't notice it, but my brain did. Okay. Um, that's, oh, that's smart of him. I know. What he does is he makes his video so long that he gradually, oh yeah, he dulls your mind and brings you down. And then that's when he starts hitting you with buy this product, buy this product. Yeah. That was a crazy motorcycle that just went by. No, it wasn't. That was Tom downstairs. Oh, no. Blasting his new system. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> he just got a turn. Listening today. to motorcycle sounds on his record player. <laughs> Sister, mm-hmm. The most interesting part of the video is where he showed his studio where he films his videos. And I'd imagine if I'd seen a lot of those, seeing the behind the scenes would be very interesting. All right. That's everything. I think we're done. Um, so that was my experience. Just, yeah. That brought me all the way to halftime. So we've already talked about half of my playlist all right so i'll just go up to where halftime happened for me okay so after my hannah stockton Mm -hmm. fantastic comedy video i was then um greeted with my first viewing (laughs) of a new bumblebee trailer Uh uh-huh um Now, I, I guess I'm pretty pessimistic about these Transformer movies. Of course. So I remember right when I saw that it was Bumblebee immediately, maybe three seconds into the video, I wrote down, looks bad. Okay. So right, right off the bat. Not excited. Very negative about this. And there was one part in... Um, the trailer where she goes underneath the car to like look at it mm-hmm. and i thought this was the dumbest part okay and i still do because now if i remember she sees the face she and his... sees his stupid little <laughs> face underneath the car uh-huh and then think, it starts to transform well i think that might be a reference to how the toys actually used to fold up I think that's what that might be because if you look at the old Transformers toys, if you folded it into a car, their stupid, like stupid little stupid faces. little face would be right on the bottom. Okay, that's, that could be what that is. I'm not sure. There was one part too that confused me because, like, aren't Transformers supposed to just be like human, just like big robots? But they have it's like they're humans, right? They like talk and they like 
they're diplomatic and stuff like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of them are, and some of them are evil monsters. Okay, but... so that's what I was saying. This Transformer is an animal. <laughs> because it went in to be pet. Well, like, okay. We... <laughs> now, Kevin, I saw the first three Transformers movies. Yeah. I think Bumblebee had damage to his mind. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think he got... <laughs> some sort of virus or something. Do you speak? And that's why in the movies he could only talk through the radio. Is this okay? So is this canon? Like, is this canon Bumblebee where this is a part of those? This same Look, Bumblebee is a part of those Bumblebees. I think it might not be because the beginning of the first Transformers movies, they enter Earth's atmosphere. I remember this. They fly into space and they crash into a bunch of car dealerships. <laughs> and then they turn into the cars from those dealerships because they had a big deal with GM. But yeah, because I don't think this is, I think this is a reboot. Was it directed by Michael Bay? Do you know? It had to have been, right? I have I no didn't idea. read any of those. Of course. I, I, just, I watched it five you times. Were focusing on the spectacle, of course. Okay, well, here's the thing, too. Um,. I guess I got one positive note from this first feeling is that it shat on Rick Rolling. <laughs> you know, beat music can help you say what you're feeling. Try this. It shat on it? What do you mean? It, the girl puts in that one song by Rick Astley uh-huh. into Bumblebee's system. Like, hey, musical, make mm-hmm. you talk or yeah. be, be, like be happy. Uh-huh. And... It starts playing that never gonna give yeah. you, and then Bumblebee spits that shit out, like <laughs> with enough velocity to kill the girl. <laughs> now and let the me girl say, ducks and dies. I'm gonna say I didn't. That's not how I interpreted. <laughs> Bumblebee got so angry that she Rick rolled him, that she, Bumblebee tried to kill her by spitting that back out at the speed of a bullet. I, <laughs> I, I didn't interpret it that way. I, I feel like the movie was Rick rolling us. I didn't feel like they were saying that Rick rolling is bad. <laughs> you think they're like, fuck you, you're coming to see this, get Rick rolled? Kind of. It's okay. just like a reference to an internet joke that the people that wrote the movie, they heard about uh, it from okay. their grandson or something. Okay. But you've seen it more times than me, so. I have, so I'm an expert on it. Okay. This is why you're here, B. Here's the next video, and I want you to talk about this one with me so okay. you, you can get your notes. Mm-hmm. Um, we Broke Up. All right. Now, I also watched We Broke Up. Maybe starring... the biggest video on YouTube this week? How's my hair? Everybody, it's shaken the YouTube stratosphere. Uh-huh. Every YouTuber worth their salt is weighing in, talking about it. Well wishes uh-huh. to David Dobrik and Liza Koshy. That said, here's my first note. These people are unbearable. Now, I, but I guess it's sad. Do you know who David Dobrik is? Yeah. I don't know who he is. I know my sister watches Liza Koshy. Yeah. But who is... What does David Dobrik... He's a YouTuber. He, he started out on Vine also. They both did. Is he a comedy guy? Yeah, they do. They do like... They did comedy videos together. Sketches. And he did... Yeah, kind of. And he did vlogs. And he, I guess they both still do. They, they are like comedy though, you uh-huh. know? I wrote that the jump cuts seemed sort of inappropriate. Like, she was obviously struggling for words at some point. Yeah. But they would cut out any pauses. And sometimes the clip that they'd add in was just one word. It's, it 
it's some rough stuff, but not stuff that they can't get through. Yeah, I don't know. That just seemed jarring. Like, did you want it to be more raw? I, 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 I think it's kind of a monkey's paw scenario where I did wish that, but if I'd gotten it, it probably would have been even worse. <laughs> Here's something that I took note of. David started crying on the line, you need the mayonnaise. Oh, I wrote that. I wrote about that too. There was a long mayonnaise metaphor and I got lost. Okay. It was long and I didn't get it when it started off and yeah. I didn't get it in the middle of it and I didn't get it when it ended either. It's like, yeah, say you're going to spread mayonnaise when you only have mustard. You need the mayonnaise. I need the mayonnaise. Yeah, so basically she was comparing love to mayonnaise. <laughs> and okay. she was saying that she didn't have enough mayonnaise for herself, so she couldn't give mayonnaise to people. That's not. And a David good Dobrik connected with that shit so <laughs> much <laughs> that he started crying at the line. You need the mayonnaise. But we're working on getting the mayonnaise. That's not a good metaphor because in a metaphor, there's a reason why you're comparing two things. Could have been anything. It didn't have to be. Ma- there was no reason for it to be mayonnaise, other than I guess it's a funny word. Yeah. To. to- I guess them, so. But not anymore. Now they it's needed, a sad word. Yeah. I, I wrote that they didn't tell their friends for three months. That's... That's crazy. That's wild, but I can... You know. they, were in, they were in the shits, though, that relationship. Meaning, like, yeah. they've been going at it for a long time. Two years, right? Yeah, so that would be, like... I guess that would be kind of hard to, like, profess. Yeah. At, at, especially because they seem like such good friends. Yeah. All right. I don't I guess I don't blame them for that. And okay. they, they they didn't tell their friends for 6 months. And uh-huh. a question I wrote which I'd like to pose to you. Mm-hmm. Is this for their fans or is this for themselves? Is this entertainment or is this therapy? Did Matt, they put this out to be interesting to their fans or did they put it out so that they'd work through it and feel better? Matt, I took the same note. I took the same note but I worded it a little differently. I said at what point of internet fame, do you feel like you need to do this shit for the audience? The thing that's different is we're not boyfriend-girlfriend anymore. Yeah. But we're still best friends. I I do feel like it was partially for themselves to work through it and get it out in the open. I definitely. There definitely had to be some sense of, like, you know, relief for them. I bet it felt good after they, they uploaded it mm. and it was out there and they didn't have to hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the outro music fucking blasts you in the ear holes. <laughs> the outro music is unbearable and unrelenting. It's so loud and so happy. And then it cuts back to them for a second, and then a different, extremely loud intro song starts playing. <laughs> I love you. I guess the, like, the, the thing I took most away from it is that if those two people... <laughs> Liza and David, mm-hmm. and how they act on camera, and they even said in the video, those videos we made together were fun. Were fun, and they were real. Those they said it was exactly like those videos. Our relationship was exactly like those videos, even better. If those two people cannot be together, love does not exist. That's what I took away from that video, and that's what Shit, every man. kid who watched that video should take away from that video. Oh, we're so young. We're so young. I saw a lot of people saying that in the wake of the Chris Pratt on a Ferris breakup. Like, oh, if they can't make it, they're so cute together. It's hopeless. Love is fake and love is dead. Here's the thing. Liza and David, I feel, transcended the cuteness and brought it more to these people are perfect for each other. This is a perfect match. Look how much they play together. That's why they made all those videos, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like that partially had to be it. Well, that's... 
you know. That's Anyways, sad. then I watched Bumblebee for the second time. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit you with another Bumblebee. So Bumblebee for the second time. <laughs> uh, I have a theory that she stole the car because it has a shot where she opens the door to Bumblebee and sees that the keys are in the the ignition and then just takes it from a junkyard and okay. you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> um sure not. I still don't want to see this and there's a shot where the car has an arm Good. sticking out of it and oh. then I just thought about what cars with arms would look like. <laughs> um, this is why you're here, B. Then you gave me the Will Smith video. Now, at this point, I was brain dead a little. Okay. Where I was not enjoying this <laughs> it video. It only took two Bumblebee videos to do that to you? It took that, a breakup video, a Hannah Stocking video, uh -huh. and it gave me the perfect recipe to be brain dead at this point. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Uh -huh. This Will Smith video did not help. In fact, I think its main purpose was to make a person brain dead. <laughs> now, honestly, Kevin, the only reason I put this in the playlist was yeah. because it was under two minutes long. Okay. I had no idea. Like, I have no idea what that was. It's a video where Will Smith is making a comeback by rapping in Spanish about Jaden. Okay. Yeah. So you can make... You can... It wasn't good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there was this one Spanish dude too that was giving like him compliments, and then that Sp same Spanish dude appeared in Jaden's music video for Icon. Okay. So I want to know who this puppet master is pulling the strings in the Smith family. Oh, shit. Okay. Then I had to watch Bumblebee for the third time. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. <laughs> Here's the thing, Transformers are really one-trick ponies. Absolutely. <laughs> they just turn into vehicles and then turn into robots. And they punch each other. They drive to the fight and then they turn into big men and they punch each other. That's awful. <laughs> I still won't see it was my other note for that. Okay. This is why you're here, B. Will Smith the second time. You're Rasu. You're Rasu. Uh-huh. So, so you're really using this repetition <laughs> thing on Yes. It? it was my main weapon. Um, I wrote in here, this is a form of military torture. And I was referring to that because at this point, I didn't know if you were going to keep hitting me because I just watched Bumblebee, Will Smith, Bumblebee, Will Smith. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to do that for the rest of the time. Uh-huh. And it scared That's me. That's what I wanted. I wanted... See, what I was thinking was you'd watch Bumblebee and you'd think, okay, now it's time for something new because I just watched Bumblebee again. But then it's Will Smith again. I know. That was scared like, me. That was like the drop in the Tower of Terror. Whoa! Yeah. You were supposed to think, My oh, stomach no. felt it. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what I was going for. Yorazo! No me hable de fracaso. I said, this is the most substanceless video. Uh, and then at the end of it, it wasn't part of the video, but it was one of those squares where like watch the next video uh -huh. And it was a video of Will Smith kissing Sophia. Sophia? Who's that? The robot that was allowed oh. Or he was leaning in for a kiss. It just so happens that I've already seen that video. Okay Sophia does not reciprocate, but then I thought how funny would it be if <laughs> Sophia did reciprocate and that the first robot Citizen had a relationship with Will Smith. <laughs> and a child. 
I think that was what iRobot was about, but I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> Listen to me. I have one more video till halftime. Okay, hit me with it. Which was Ellen. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good. How old is your child now? Oh, can, what was the title of that video? Uh, it had something to do with uh, Mindy. Okay, talk about it. I'll pull up the title. Um, and it, it, she talked about how she had a kid. Um, she's, a, well, she's a great baby. She's a great baby. Um, but she's a baby. Um, she talked about going to Oprah's house. And we walked into the door and she just, her eyes went wide. And she stopped crying. Like she knew she was in Oprah's house. <laughs> <laughs> and she talked about um, her movie. Good memory. Uh, the title of the video is Mindy Kaling's daughter had the perfect reaction to entering Oprah's house by The Ellen Show. Yeah. Um, first note, I said awful thing of you to put in put something from Ellen in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was evil. I've said multiple times I thought you were going to be begging for Ellen by this point. <laughs> no, I thought no, this would be a I will, I will die before I beg for an Ellen wow. video. And that's true. Wow. I will die. Okay, good to know. I'd rather death. You're showing your hand. Now I know no. what your big weakness is. But no. go on. What, what what incensed you so much about this video? I said I'm not in the state of mind at this point, 30 minutes in almost, to hear this mundane bullshit. Mm -hmm. This is not a talk show where you go for witty banter or no. anything entertaining. You go this for... is where you go to listen to Ellen talk to celebrities about the most mundane bullshit you've ever heard she was just talking about like her kid you want to hear about mindy's kid do you want to hear about that it's not funny yeah she's not saying funny things the she's audience like oh, it's a good kid audience no the oh, audience no. doesn't like laugh the audience just has to be like interested in what she's saying because the audience is not laughing well they're there so that they might get prizes right they have to right that's a big thing yeah. about those talk shows like that and oprah but like i said a big thing after Ellen made a joke, and it did not get a big laugh. And I said, how do people watch this shit? It's not the jokes. It's literally people talking about the most boring shit. Ever. I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, one, because I'm like a narcissistic actress. But two... They talk about Oprah's house at one point, and Mindy's like, oh, my baby's crying when I get there. And I'm afraid that, like, oh, I brought my crying baby to a party at Oprah's house. Yada, yada, yada. And we walk in the door, and my baby stops crying. Because of Oprah's magical. Because of Oprah's magical. And uh -huh. I said, all I can imagine at this point is Oprah living in some sort of like a rip in space time that transcends like primal needs and emotions. <laughs> That's what A and Wrinkle just, in Time is about, I think. And Oprah's in that movie. It's <laughs> it's a biographical pick. About Oprah's house. About Oprah's <laughs> mansion. Where it just instills content. There's no the special effects in that movie. They just <laughs> shot it in Oprah's house. She's like, a, and she's she has like a literal school for girls. Yes, yeah, she does. In South Africa. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you're gonna, uh, you know, it's um. So that brings us both to halftime. Yeah. Um. I was feeling, I was actually feeling really good at halftime because I was almost done with James Charles. Yeah. Um. I didn't know what was next, but I was ready for anything. Of and course. honestly. It was not that bad after halftime. I first you hit me with "There's something we've been hiding from you" by Casey Neistat. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and release the video then. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I was happy to see his face. Mm. He has a very interesting face. Oh, it's the most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. This is really the first thing I, whenever I see Casey Nasdaq. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's only accentuated by the sunglasses he wears indoors. I feel like when he takes them off, too, <laughs> there's a moment of, well, that's really interesting. <laughs> it's just really interesting that it can be that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a three-minute video. It was really concise. He had a short intro of... Sorry, I just saw the waveform of that laugh I just did, and it looks hilarious. Uh, yeah, he was concise. He got to the point. He brought his wife out. I think mm-hmm. she was his wife. Mm-hmm. She was wearing a really cool Pixies shirt. Oh. Um, yeah, I. it was nice. <laughs> it was concise. It was bright. It was a what nice were they video. hiding? What were they hiding? Oh, the fact that she was pregnant. Oh. I think the title was a joke. It was, I don't know, it was it was a pleasant, it, the background music was cool. Um, it was a pleasant video. I like his studio. I like his interesting face. Yeah. I like the Pixies shirt. Oh, it was only three minutes. It was great. That might have been my favorite video in the playlist. Um, oh. But the interesting thing was they addressed the breakup. Uh, and also David and Liza, really sorry to hear about the breakup. It might not be forever. Look at us. Soon we'll have two kids. Three. And this was before I watched We Broke Up. I knew it was coming. Okay. So this was some foreshadowing for me. That is crazy. I told you I tried to add a narrative. He said something kind of weird. He was like, yeah, I know uh, things end sometimes and sometimes that's for the best, but you never know what could happen. We have kids now. It felt like he was trying to say, hey, oh. I know you guys broke up, but you still might have kids, which doesn't seem I like... I think that says more stuff about like what's going on with that. Maybe they... <sighs> Look, I don't know Casey Nasdaq's history. When, when people break up, you're not supposed to say, well, you never know, you could get back together. That you're supposed to convince them that it was for the best, because it usually is. You're not supposed to say, you never know, you could get back. That's not good advice. Maybe I misunderstood him, because he seems smart, and I would be surprised if that was really what Casey Nasdaq was saying. Yeah. I feel like I've pronounced every name that I've said on this show completely wrong. I but call him Nasdaq. That's definitely not right. So <laughs> now I feel better. Pretty sure that's a stock market. So I liked, it is, I liked that video. Stick it in my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> then you hit me with Bonding with Grandma by It's Alex Clark. Yes. If you're subscribed, you may have noticed that many of my stories are about my family. This was very similar to the Sugar video. It was a vlogger, mm-hmm. but they had a little animated uh, avatar of themselves that they used to speak and tell their stories. I had no idea that's what these videos were. And it was, you know, I don't mean to pit people against each other. It was funnier than Sugar. Okay. It was clear that he loved his grandma, who the video was about. Oh, that's sweet. He made a lot of jokes about her being dead, but in a... Like, I guess his, him, him and his <laughs> you grandma You got me had, off guard with that. I well, yeah. That really, Grandma? I don't think you're going to do that because you're dead. Boom! For real, though. That was kind of the tone of the video. He, you could tell that him and his grandma had a lot of banter and just, mm. you know, ribbing each other. And it was, you know, it was all in good fun. I liked his voice. He sounded like a real person, not too youtuber It was six minutes long, but it didn't feel like it. Okay. So you, after halftime, I was in a great mood. You hit me with two nice, enjoyable videos. Yeah. I was feeling really good. Good. Um, and then I'll just say real quick that you that it, this is when we broke up came in. But we're still best friends. We've already discussed it. We already, week. okay. Um, mm-hmm. you, you guys can go watch it 
just type we broke up all lowercase might have been a period in the title i don't think so very dramatic very dramatic they both cried and but they both tried to look like their best friends mm-hmm. and you know what i believed it i believed it too i love you so what did you get at this point okay so at, right after halftime right out the bat you gave me a BuzzFeed video. Mm-hmm. And it was called? It was called, We Mastered the Dirt Ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I've been doing some research, and I found that people have been making dirt balls for a while. They've been shining dirt. Looks pretty cool, so... Uh... So there was already a BuzzFeed video on, like, mastering the foil ball. I And I know about this. You, you just try to make a perfect ball out of aluminum foil. Yeah, where you make a ball out of aluminum foil, and you just sand it. Yeah. And it got, like, 7 million views. It was insane. Now, how do you... Could you explain to me how you make a perfect dirt ball? Yeah, I could. So what they did is that this dude, who's, and I don't know how any other way to describe him other than jerk off. <laughs> okay, the <laughs> I, host. I hated this man. Uh-huh. Was it Absolutely. BuzzFeed man you're familiar with? No. I don't, well, first off, I don't know any BuzzFeed men, but this BuzzFeed man was horrible. <laughs> okay. What did he do that immediately made you upset? Uh, first off, he wears a hazmat suit to go collect dirt. Come on, man. Seems unnecessary. Very unnecessary. We're all human. Where was the dirt? Where did he go? Central Park. Okay, so a lot of people go in Central Park without hazmat suits. I think <laughs> you're fine. I think they're all good. Okay, so I made it to Central Park. Time to get some dirt. Um, he tries to microwave the dirt. Why? To radiate. What? <laughs> I don't know. What he That's when he should have worn the hazmat suit. That seems dangerous. <laughs> I'm just making this up as I go. Like halfway through the video, after he crushes the ball on purpose, okay. and then he's like, I didn't do it. The, <laughs> the cameraman is like, why don't you go watch the video on how to do it and then do it? And that's what they do. They go and watch a YouTube video Wait, that already exists. We have to do, and we have to, you were, well, you had to see them watch the video? I had to watch that man watch the video on how to do it. Who made the, was he watching another BuzzFeed video? No, it, they plugged whatever channel it was, so like. Why don't you just watch the video? Like, like, watch the original video. I can see why this video was so frustrating to you. Yeah, and so then, um, they just did it one time. They, they siphoned the dirt. Not siphon the... Is that siphon? Whatever, I don't know, maybe. The the dirt looked beautiful. <laughs> I don't okay. know how to describe it to you. It just All looked right. like dark sand. Okay. Anyways, um, so then they make it, whatever. They did a lot of like jokes with like a zoom in on the guy's face and then turning the oh. color to negative. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Nice. It's a dirt ball. I made this out of dirt. It ended with him throwing the polished dirt ball on the ground well and i thought this was a video this was a fitting ending because it was just to me it was really uh, symbolic on buzzfeed's videos saying you just watched nine minutes we know this is garbage of this goddamn bullshit we know i have a theory that trash. all buzzfeed offices daily stuff is just playing camp games <laughs> okay. If you work at BuzzFeed. And maybe trying snacks from different countries. I think they do a lot of that. <laughs> I think they've run out of countries now, and that's why they're polishing dirt. I took dirt. Um, I think we're, we're getting into shorter videos now, so I think we can yeah. go back and forth. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You made me watch Father... I didn't even write down the whole title. Father of Six Wins Golden Buzzer by mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. My family's my reason why I'm here. My wife and my six children. 
Six. Six. Yeah. Uh, the first note I made was I'm thrown into a rage because I was immediately <laughs> very mad. I know how fake those shows are. And oh, all I could imagine was like moms sharing this video on Facebook. That's what it is. That's what all those videos are. That's what are. they're for. I don't think people even watch the show on TV. I think they just exist to create highlights. Mm. Which people share on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Sometimes actions speak louder than words. I, I wrote this, and I'd really like to hear your opinion on this. Okay. I wrote, this seems manipulative. Telling your whole family story before showing your talent is a bit of a cheat. Is that leading the witness? No, it's the, it the has to the be. show is it has to, to is be. America's Got Talent. We're trying to find people with talent in America, supposedly. But before everybody goes. They tell their story of how many kids they have and how they adopted them and how there, many kids they have. It will make the people like them more. Absolutely. And be more sympathetic if they are bad. So this show shouldn't have any pretense of just being about talent. The audience should be a jury. Yes. They are not allowed to hear anything about these ads. That's why, and I've never seen it, or but I think that's it. what the X Factor is. They're the one where they spin around in the chair and they don't see who's singing? That is the voice. That's the voice? Yeah. What's the X Factor? Oh, I watched the X Factor? No, you watched America's Got Talent. Then what's the X Factor? The X Factor was like a British TV show, I'm pretty sure. Was Simon Cowell on that one? Probably. I think he might have been. I forget what the X Factor is. Um, I think it's very similar to. I thought the sound editing in this video was insane. Good, bad. Because just insane. Because Simon Cowell (laughs) stands up and he pushes this big button, and it plays like a horror movie noise where it's like, and then the sound is muted, and it cuts to Michael, the father of six, doing this silent scream of happiness. But I was pretending it was a scream of horror, like they'd elected to throw him in a pit or something. I didn't understand what had happened because then his family rushed the stage and Simon Cowell gave him a high five or something. I fe- I think he won the whole show. I'm not sure that what happened. good to hear from someone who's never watched the show before. I think he went out there, said his name, <laughs> sang half a song, and then won the whole thing. That's what it seemed like happened. There was confetti. Yeah. But they didn't vote. So Simon got, Cowell just pushed a button. He got the golden button. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is there a golden buzzer every episode? No, if you're a judge, you get one use of this golden button that moves the person to the next to round. the next round immediately. Yeah. Is he going to tell his whole story about his kids in the second round too? Yep. Great. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see that next week. Oh, you, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead with your next video. You made me watch Jurassic World in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing about this video. Mm-hmm. It was these guys doing parkour and getting chased by people in those hilarious, hilarious, extremely funny T-Rex <laughs> costumes. Now, my favorite thing about those is how funny and hilarious they are. That's what I'm saying. They're hilarious and they're very funny and I like them a lot and uh-huh. I laugh. <laughs> I heard you them. laugh. <laughs> I heard you laugh multiple times, I think. Uh, here's the thing. It's called Jurassic World in real life, right? Uh-huh. Isn't Jurassic World Jurassic World in real life? Well, here's the thing. Those movies are not real. But I'm saying if there were a Jurassic World, uh-huh. wouldn't that be the most real-life thing? 
if Jurassic World was real, it would be more real than that parkour video you watched. Yes. I agree. Okay, that's <laughs> what I'm not. saying. That's what I just want to get that point across. Tell me how the parkour was. <laughs> the guy running from the T-Rex was fine. Okay. The, the T-Rex was pretty good, too. He does this one spinning, like, corkscrew thing. Oh, the dinosaurs did parkour, too? Yeah, the, the dinosaur did parkour. I haven't seen Jurassic World, but... There's this one part, part where he hops in a Zorb, one of those Zorb balls. Yeah, Zorb. And he rolls down a cliffside. Wow. And I thought that was a good part. Okay. <laughs> Meet me at our favorite spot. Wait, what? Where are you going? How was the set? Where did they film this, dude? They filmed it where Jurassic World was. Filmed. Oh, was this a sponsored video? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, it was. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, link down below in the description. Over and out. At one point, it's no longer in Jurassic Park. It just, it is, it's just not. <laughs> they, they don't, they don't say how or what. It's just uh -huh. in a city now. I think that's what happened in Jurassic Park Three. But they had a boat and uh -huh. they knew it was gonna happen and right. stuff. And it ends with the T Rex taking off its 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 T Rex hilarious hilarious T Rex head, mm -hmm. and a man coming out saying like. Why were you running? Ow. Why are you running? Guys, I just need to help getting out of this thing. And then the guy doesn't answer. And then it's just the guy saying over and over oh. again, like, why were, oh, why, no. why were you running from me? Well, and that just ruins it. Like, oh, well, if it's not funny the first time, you just need to keep saying it. I think is the... If they did five minutes of that man saying why were you running, <laughs> that video would be my favorite. Okay. Yeah, that would be, that okay. would be nice. That was that shitty, shitty video. You guys owe me a ticket. I, I watched then Sean Mendez Carpool Karaoke by James Corden. Awesome. I've never seen Carpool Karaoke. Okay. It seems like an interview, kind of, but it seemed kind of scripted. They sing a little bit of a song, and then they talk. But the, what, they, what made it seem scripted was actually my favorite part of the video, where uh, James Corden was like, now, Sean Mendez, you're a big Harry Potter fan. And they had a, a talk back and forth about how big of a fan Sean Mendez was. Mm. But each time they'd cut from James to Sean, he'd have an, an additional piece of Harry Potter merchandise or costume on. And so wow. that's when I showed you my screen where he was dressed up like a wizard with a full beard. I thought, if I'm honest with you... I thought he was, like, trying to do, like, a racist Mr. Miyagi thing. <laughs> that's why I laughed. Uh-huh. Because I thought he was trying to be, like, the guy who trained Uma Thurman <laughs> in Kill Bill right. Volume 2. But I thought... Pai Mei. Pai Mei. Yeah. I thought Sean <laughs> Mendez was doing a Pai Mei. Well, person. that would have been insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I laughed. <laughs> um, that was... I don't know. I didn't laugh, but I don't know. That was a joke, I guess. Do you think you will ever outgrow your love of Harry Potter? No, I don't. I just love it so much. It's what keeps me young, I feel like. Uh, the rest of it didn't have jokes because it was just them talking or them singing along to Sean Mendes' songs. Yeah. Which all sounded the same. I, I was already thinking, if you asked me how I felt about Sean Mendes' songs, it mm. would be like asking me how I feel about drinking water. Help me. It's like the walls are caving in. I think it's the same as the James Charles thing, where if I was a big fan of Shawn Mendes, I bet I would get some iota of, 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 of entertainment from that video. I've put up the argument that James Corden is just horrible at late night. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
they both seem harmless as people. I, what I was thinking was they both seem so inoffensive and friendly. Yeah. I want to see Father John Misty on that show. Oh, baby. In his red sunglasses, looking out the window, just like ignoring James <laughs> Corden <laughs> as he tries to ask him zany questions. I just want to see somebody thrown into that format that would not do well with it. That'd be great. I wrote that note in my phone, and when I looked back, Sean Mendes and James Corden were playing hockey. And I didn't know why. Let's find out. Should we go? You want to do this? Yeah, yeah. I'll play hockey. No right problem. Now. And they had fun, it seemed like, I guess. Okay. Um, and then they were back in the car and they sang some more, and then the video ended. Okay. Thank you, man. Now here's a here's a long video you gave me. This was a 16 minute video. Yeah, this was my bruiser. But this has to be some of my least notes taken. <laughs> it was a Matt Pat production. Mm-hmm. It was a game theory video. Yes, it was. And this was an installment, one of the many installments in his Five Nights at Freddy's lore videos. Hello, Internet. Welcome to... Screw it. You know by now. And I think he has to keep making those because those are his videos that get the most views, if I'm correct. Matt, do you understand how much lore is behind Five Nights at Freddy's? I don't. I have no idea. It is thicker than a goddamn... Bring it home. Finish the metaphor. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, you're gonna name a thick man? No, I'm not gonna name a thick man. I'm thick. If R.R. Tolkien, mm-hmm. oh, not R.R. Close Tolkien. enough. Keep going. And R.R. Martin. Oh, uh huh. And Tolkien had a baby that wrote a fantasy novel, Five Nights at Freddy's. Would pull up a chair. Let's talk. I have a certain level of respect for the guy who created Five Nights at Freddy's, because he made the games on his own. Uh huh. And what I envy about him... He wrote three books. Based on the games? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You know? Maybe. And what I, what, I, what I envy about him is mm-hmm. if he goes to Target to buy, like, toilet paper or something, he sees stuff that he created in his mind. He has to pass the Five Nights at Freddy's trading cards and shirts and pajamas and bed sheets and pillowcases and all that stuff. But how cool would it be to just, like, go to Target and run into the stuff that you created? That would be awesome. I, I really kind of envy the guy who created Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I guess so. It's fine if you don't. I don't. I feel like if I did, I would walk by it and be like, I made that. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't be in the, ooh, I uh, made you, that. I'd you be in instantly like... changed my mind. Because there's no way he's still proud of that. I bet he, it's spiraled so out of control. He's gotta he be... never planned on writing Mm-mm. books. All right, I take it all back. I don't wish I was Scott Cawthon. Yeah, my last note on this after 16-minute video was, I'm tired. <laughs> That's all you wrote? Yeah. Okay. On page 103, the huge reveal, quote, the party was for you. To be uh, to be honest, I was kind of entertained by okay. the lore without context. Yeah. It's kind of just like being told a story. All right, nice. But, um... Was Matt Pat an engaging narrator? Matt Pat, he may be the Antichrist, but... <laughs> He, he's very good at keeping me captivated, so good for him. Mike Afton is confirmed to be the crying child. He's the bite victim. Um, also, he's a fucking crazy man. I am a hundred percent confident that that is who we're seeing here. You see- With the amount of research he was doing on this, he, like, took one of the books mm-hmm. and, like, studied it for, like, months, wow. he said. Crazy Da Vinci shit. Code stuff. I'm not even kidding, yeah. Wow. Okay, whatever. Until then, remember, it's all just a theory. A game theory. Was that your last video? No, it wasn't. 
because then you made me watch Bumblebee for the fourth time. Uh-huh. Did you notice anything new? I said, why do Transformers have feelings? <laughs> Are they robots? It seems like a design flaw. Yeah. If you're going to create something, why would you create feelings? The, the thing that creates the most gray areas right. ever. Uh-huh. Which a robot generally doesn't want. And if you're going to try and create a species of the most advanced things ever, uh-huh. aren't you going to try and take emotion out of that? Yes. Okay. Just saying. If I, if, if I was the Cybertron. Which is a word I know. <laughs> um. Okay, was that your last video? Okay, no, because then added okay. to that was kid getting kicked in the dick. No, no, that was never supposed to be on there. I went to Taco Bell today and I was explaining the premise of this show to our friend Sam. Sam, Sam said, oh, I know what you should add. Took my phone, typed into the search bar, yodel boy gets kicked in the dick. <laughs> Tr- swearing on his life that, that was a real video. I knew it wasn't. I know Mason Ramsey didn't get kicked in the dick. Um, he just so then he just started watching every video that came up. Okay. I guess I didn't notice he added one of them to your playlist. It slipped through the cracks. I'm I glad can, you enjoyed it. I can confirm that it was not Mason Ramsey getting kicked in the dick. I know. Instead, of it, it was a video of a kid. It was 16 seconds uh-huh. of a kid coughing. And this seemed like a real coughing fit. Okay. And then his friend, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, leaned over. Kicked him in the nuts <laughs> while he was coughing. Uh-huh. It was a really weak kick, and it didn't affect the kid that much. Oh. And then the kid just started coughing and spat <laughs> a little more. <laughs> I realized at this point that I still had three minutes left. Mm-hmm. I think I made you watch Bumblebee again. You made you forced me to watch Bumblebee <laughs> one more time, and the only note I took is <laughs> me and Matt's friendship is on the fringe of disaster. Okay. <laughs> this is why you're here, B. Alright, great. Now, I'd like to talk about the last video you made me watch. If you'll recall, I just finished Carpool Karaoke. Uh, it had a nice yep. bright ending on one of Sean Mendez's uh-huh. upbeat poppy, and poppy it, songs. And if you were following my narrative, that's the the man who was following his dreams mm-hmm. after not being able to get an apartment, and he was just trying to be happy. And then I was dropped into mm-hmm. Dozens Dead After Guatemala Volcano Erupts by CNN. All of a sudden, the world can change so quickly for a lot of people. Yes. Um, this was dark. This was sad. Um... It was different from the last video in absolutely every possible way. We've got no background music. We've got professional adults, uh-huh. unlike James Corden and Shawn Mendes. Mm-hmm. Um, a really terrible situation. I thought there was going to be a ray of light. Uh, one of the no. newscasters was saying, for the people of Guatemala, I mean, not for yeah. me, uh, where he was saying, we, we there might be some rain coming up. We'll check the forecast. I thought, okay, good. That'll put out the lava fires. But he said... But that could make things even worse. Oh, so, no! So that could create new problems oh, for the no. people of Guatemala. So that... Because steam is bad. <laughs> I don't know the science behind it, but I believed it. All right, Ivan, thanks so much. You really sent me crashing back down to Earth. Yeah, so that was more of a thematic choice on my point. Yeah, that was a fucking powerful choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the strongest part of the playlist. Because no me. matter how happy you get, Mm-hmm. In this life, and no matter right now, you can't live in an apartment. There'll always be a long You're bummed out. You'll get that apartment eventually, mm-hmm. but no matter what, 
Yeah, you're right. They were all kind of all rocked. Whoa! Just a theory. Day one. All right. Now, our last segment is deciding who had it worst. I don't know. I feel like we almost you. don't need to discuss. Really? You yep. think it was me? I think it was you. And I think it was because. I was just going to say I feel like it was you because no. I'm not at that murderous state that you're at. You really think I had it worse than you? Oh, I think that James Charles video was a monster. Is what made it way worse. And I would not be able to do again, it. Again, James Charles, not a monster. Yeah, shiny. That video, that 23 minute apartment video, that was a monster. That's what I'm saying. That was rough. I don't think I put any good videos in yours. You put a few good ones. I like Casey Neistat, and I liked the second animator guy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take your word for it. All right, then you win this week. Congratulations. Well, congratulations to you two, because we both made it to the trend zone. Uh-huh. We made it. We made it to the yards. trend zone. It's a football. It's a foot joke. The whole, <laughs> the whole show. I thought it was a playoff word of friend zone. Of course it's not. But it's a playoff word of end zone. Because we're sports boys. We love sports. Mm -hmm. Ran that hundred yard. And that's why this whole show has had so many football jokes in them. See if you can find them all. <laughs> they um, were very subliminal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, we're not sure where this is going to come out yet, but um, it will come out. Guaranteed. As more of a note for us. Yeah. <laughs> we're saying it so that we're we're uh required to actually do it. Yeah, of course. We didn't we didn't do all of this for nothing. I hope not. Of we course were... not. Okay, thank God. This is gonna be big. Oh, we're gonna get famous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, beat music can help you say what you're feeling. Try this. a whole box of these Cheez-It Duos, Caramel Popcorn and Cheddar. Okay. Really good. Um, Cheez-It has produced another fine product. This cost me $2.99 at Target. And I would absolutely buy it. You didn't have anything to eat. I had a cup of water. <laughs> you had a cup of, was it tap water? It was Brita filtered water. Very nice. Thank you. Cold? <laughs> no. Awesome. <laughs>